avid listeners, thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. Today we're going to be talking about Juniper and Thorn by Ava Reed. This is a retelling, a gothic retelling, of one of the Brothers Grimm's lesser-known fairy tales at the Juniper Tree. I'm a huge fan of the Brothers Grimm. I love um, everything gothic. I love everything, everything fairy tale. So I found this to be a very interesting read. Now, that being said, I do think it is going to trigger a lot of readers. And the whole reason I say this is because there are a lot of scenes alluding to or even depicting um, abuse against, I mean, children. It's alluded to that Savas, it was sexually abused by his agent, a.k.a. Handler. This is a man who groomed him who pretty much makes him feel in debt to him, saying, oh, you would still be living in poverty if it weren't for me discovering your talent and grooming you to be the star that you are. He's a pretty terrible human being, let's face it. For Marla Shin, our main character, she's abused in a different way. Her father, her family, pretty much emotionally abuses her. They take advantage of her. They bully her, especially her oldest sister. She just, she's just mean. She is cruel. She abuses her on so many levels emotionally and will on occasion physically assault her by slapping her across the face. She likes to tear her down with words. The second oldest sister she doesn't do much to defend her. She doesn't bully her. But I think you can clearly see that her attitude towards her sister is, well, as long as they are picking on you, they're going to leave me alone. Pretty much. That is her kind of situation there. That's Marlishin's relationship with her family. Her father, even at times, he verbally abuses her emotionally blackmails her and when she was younger you get to see a lot of scenes with her remembering that she her father pretty much exploited her not sexually but this man it's uncomfortable. Let me just say that. It is uncomfortable. I'm not about to talk about it explicitly because, one, I don't want to trigger anyone listening to this podcast. And, two, I also don't want to spoil what happens in the story. Now, I understand why it triggers a lot of readers. Um, for me, when I think about this story, I think of it more of as a survivor's story. This is Marla Shin is a survivor. She is surviving here. And I did find that to be really engaging for her character. Her and Sivas are survivors, in my opinion. And they found each other at broken points in their lives. A lot of people online, and I understand why, had issues with their over-sexualization, with the over-sexualization of their relationship. However, I found it to be empowering and the reason I found it to be empowering was because these are two young individuals who've never had a choice in their life. Their bodies have never been their own. They've had no autonomy. But through one another, by choosing to have sex with one another and form a relationship with one another, 
they gain autonomy. It's, for, in my opinion, the biggest act of defiance for these two characters to do that. You know? That is the biggest act of defiance for these characters to choose what they can and cannot do with their own bodies and make that turn and make that decision with someone else that their supposed guardian wants, you know, especially for Marshallin, her father is incredibly xenophobic. And here you have Savas, who is a foreigner. Um, her father also hates the arts. He hates innovation. He hates progress. Anything that detracts that people away from magic because he's a wizard. But why do they need wizards if we have electricity? You know? <laughs> so I found that to be personally really engaging for the storytelling. However, I do understand why some readers would not like it. And I understand why it could be triggering for some people. Personally, I found some scenes to be uncomfortable. Um, Reed is tactful. I will say this. She is tactful in her writing. She is tactful in her storytelling. She is tasteful um, in her scenery. I do think she is tasteful. And this is someone who really doesn't like a lot of smut or overly explicit scenes. I really don't. Um, So I do think of her writing as tactful and tasteful. And I liked the gothic atmosphere. I liked that this was a unique retelling. And I liked the character growth. I love the empowerment that came with the act of giving yourself to someone. I think having sex in that respect in this novel was just an act of defiance for them that helped them find their inner strength. And I thought that was really compelling. So ultimately, I'm going to give Juniper and Thorn four out of five stars. Uh, If you want to purchase the book, I will include links in the description of this podcast. Please do not forget to like the podcast and subscribe to it and share it with all your book-loving friends. You can also become a supporter on Anchor FM, my recording platform, for $1 a month or by making a one-time donation on Buy Me a Coffee. You can also support me by purchasing one of my handmade candles. Links to everything is in the description. I hope you all have a great rest of your day, and as always, happy reading.